The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? It's Jason of the Ectoplasm Show, and right now I'm sitting in Malvern Manor with Shane Coffey, who decided to come out and join us with his family tonight. Josh, and he bitched out, went home. So we'll get him on later, but it's good to see you, man. Hey, it's good to see you, buddy. Yeah. It's already been an active night, and it's only a couple hours in. It's been a crazy night. So I I want you to tell our listeners what happened upstairs. Okay. At the beginning of the night, just during the tour, actually. All right, so Jason was giving my wife and I and our two youngest children a kind of walk through the building and took us upstairs. And while we were upstairs, my wife was having a crazy feeling in one of the rooms. So I don't remember the guy's names, but it's at the top of the stairs to towards in the hallway going down to the stairs that go up to the attic so it was right in that middle right at the top of the stairs in that doorway going to the attic area yeah so they were my wife and the kids were in the hallway they were kind of bouncing back and forth jason was behind us but jason kind of like stepped back just to kind of let us have kind of our family experience like right before he stepped back he said hey this is kind of your paranormal playground Mm -hmm. do with you know what you want run through this building and he stepped back well my wife and kids were bouncing between the two rooms and using a k2 meter so when he stepped back i stepped back as well because i was watching them you know what you you keep saying that you stepped back with me but i was already and um, that's what I was. Okay. That, that's what I was going to get right. to because I stepped yeah. back. What I thought I was doing was I was stepping back with you, okay. and I was talking to you, and you moved towards the top of the staircase. So I was talking to you, and as I was talking to you, my son Keegan walked up to my right hand shoulder or my left hand shoulder, and you didn't answer me. So I turned my headlamp on cause I turned it off cause my wife was saying I was blind in her. So but I, you could see a full person standing there. And I even though it was you. dark, there's still light coming in the windows. And I saw stuff. the full, I saw the full outline of a tall guy wearing black, which you're wearing yeah. a black hoodie mm-hmm. tonight. People yeah. can't see that. And I turned my headlamp on because I was like, why in the heck isn't Jason answering me? And it's when I turned on my headlight, uh, the outline of the tall individual disappeared and all I saw was the fire extinguisher and my son uh, didn't use appropriate language, but he was like, holy shit, that was weird. So uh, I looked at him then and I was like, hey, you just saw that and he looked at me like, yeah. And then we talked about it immediately after, like you just saw a guy standing there at the window as a shadow. And he said, yeah, I did. And I told him, I thought it was Jason. I was talking to you. And it still kind of creeps me out because right now to this moment, dude, I still saw you standing. At so the, let me tell you when I went window. downstairs, cause I don't think you guys saw me go downstairs. Obviously no, you didn't see me go no, downstairs. No, I did not. We came out of the attic, right? 
Mm-hmm. We walked down that hallway. You guys stopped, and you guys all went into that room on the mm-hmm. right. We did. That is exactly when I went downstairs. So you, it was a little bit before you backed out and thought you were next to me. So I was gone well before that. So you just gave me full chills, full body chills, because because I just kept walking and went right down the stairs as you no. guys went into that room. When we came out of the, when we came downstairs, I was joking about putting the kids in between my wife so she mm-hmm. didn't fall down the stairs. And when we came down the hallway, you were next to me in the hallway. Were you next to me in the hallway? I was the very last person out of the attic. I was behind everybody. Everybody went down first. I followed everybody. And you guys all stopped and went into that room on the right. I just kept going right down the stairs. God, Jason. I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm messed up because when we came down the hallway, I distinctly remember you being right behind me, right next to me. I was behind the entire Doreen time I was, I was in the very back. The I was the last was person out of the attic. The hallway. Okay, so you weren't there when we backed up down the hallway. No. You went into the bedroom, and then when I came back out into the hallway and my wife was bouncing back and forth between the hallway I was already gone and the room, I thought you were right next to my right-hand side. When I stepped out of the bedroom, you were to my right, right by the doorway and I backed up and I looked at my wife and I heard the floorboards. I heard you walking away. So I took about three steps back, turned to my right. And I started talking to you about the time that you, Larry and I were in the room. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I started talking to you about how I think that the K2 readings may be a light in the ceiling from downstairs that they're getting by the radiator and I asked you what you had thought about that, and you never answered me. And I thought it was weird because, you know, I mean, we've been buddies for quite a while. <laughs> I figured you wouldn't yeah. ignore me. But I also thought maybe Jason was being like the strong, silent type and just trying to <laughs> let my family have their experience. Because Well, that's the, why I went downstairs, so yeah. that you could, yeah. Exactly. You're that guy. You want people to enjoy their experience. But like I said, man, when we backed up and I talked to you, you that clearly that was not you. But you also thought that I was next to you coming out of the attic, which was well before that, even before you went in that room. And I w- and that and just I registered. That just registered with me because clearly I was the first person down the steps. I was making the joke yeah. about putting my wife in between the two kids because my wife has a fake knee, yeah. for those of you guys who don't know that. Well, clearly you don't know that. My wife has an artificial knee. So I made a joke about putting one boy in front of the other <laughs> On either side of mom, in case she falls down the steps, she has a buffer zone. Mm-hmm. But I, that just hit me that you, I know I was the first person down the steps, but for some reason. There's already somebody down there you thought there, it was me? There, for some reason in my mind, you were you were right next to me. You were stepping, you were walking. Wasn't me. You were, so I'm five foot ten. Jason, how tall are you? Six four. So I'm five foot ten. Jason six four one. So when Jason stands next to me, naturally his armpits are above my shoulder, and you were right there, bro. You were there when I was backing up, and I went into the room. At least I thought you were. It felt like your presence. There was felt, something there. There was something there. It yeah. you. It felt like you. It was just somebody standing there. There's no harm. I didn't feel like any malice. Well, if you malice. didn't see me go downstairs, you would expect me to still be there. So anything that was like the same size and shape as me, you would just automatically, well, even without looking, you would just, oh, that's But what Jason. buffered out that noise? Because the floors are not quiet. 
The floor's mm-hmm. not quiet. Yeah. What buffered out the noise when you left me? And why didn't I just register that until right now? You guys now were all talking conver- as you walked into that room. So maybe that covered up me going down the it stairs. It did, but I can't get over the fact that something... I can't get over the fact of why I didn't put two and two together, why you weren't next to me when I came down the steps. I like to think I'm a pretty rational person. <laughs> but I mean, so that figure, the, the shadow man figure down here in the shadow hallway is about the size as me, as, as me, about the same size. It's a little bit, it's taller, but it's close to my same physique. What is he doing upstairs? I mean, that's, that sounds like that's what it was up there. But there, so there was no running towards me. There was no, I didn't feel any like aggression, yeah. nothing. You, well, yeah, and that's you were that, just yeah. hanging out with me. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, there's other, there's the captain. I don't know where he's seen or what he looks like. I haven't seen him, but there's other male spirits here. Obviously, the two rooms you guys were in. So earlier in the hallway, when we were walking, um, my wife stepped into a room, and when she stepped off of the floorboard, so you guys know, I, in my mind, I run over these things constantly, like, oh, that's a street light, or oh, that's a car driving by, or it's a loose floorboard, or it's plumbing, it's cold, it's pressure in the lines, you know, that's what's causing a vibration, oh, it's a dead battery, that's what's making the noise. Earlier in the hallway, when my wife stepped into a bedroom, I heard the floor creak like somebody was stepping behind me. Not long after that, the kids and I went upstairs because my son had put a uh, camera in one of the rooms. We went back up there, and we reenacted that, and I found out that the boards in the hallway do run lengthwise mm-hmm. because I got into the hallway, stepped over the door, stepped over the door frame. When I stepped into it, uh, my son heard the creak behind him. So that kind of like filtered that out for us a little bit. But this one, this one, which is through the hallway around the corner, essentially, was different because I wasn't going towards a noise. I went through the feeling that you were there. I went through the feeling that I heard you step away from me. I wasn't moving. Now, the wife and kids were moving, but they were in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. They weren't in the hallway with us, and I wasn't moving. That's why I stepped back. So the the lengthwise floorboards throws it out for me because it, it didn't exist. I shit my pants when I turned my light on and you weren't there. Yeah. I've never in my life seen that. Thanks be to God that my son was right next to me yeah. and shit his pants as well and said, holy shit, that was weird. So that's, um, and it got him excited. He was running around wanting to do all kinds of stuff after that. And it it got him excited. You know, we're doing this because we went to all these haunted houses, spent a bunch of money. And my wife said, Hey, let's, let's go to, and see if we can stay in a real haunted house. And clearly we know you. Yeah. So that's why I sent you the text message. But, um, I'll be honest with you guys. I always try to, to approach everything with, I'm not looking for anything when, when we find things. Yeah. And we and we had a lot of activity. I don't know if it's whatever it is seems to always surround my wife. So Jason and I we, we actually walked out of out of where we were just at because my wife was involved with another side of an investigation and it was going crazy for a little while until Jason walked into the room yeah. 
whatever I, what that shadow hallway hasn't liked me like it's been dead since we did those Ouija board and vacuuming down there for me but when we said we were going to leave you heard the FM scanner say no don't yeah but it could be in towards you but I felt yeah like when my wife was or in the moment and when she was it, asking the question it doesn't want to be active like it, it, it wants maybe just spitballing. Maybe I'm suppressing something going on down there, not knowing. I'm curious to find out what's what's going on now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm really curious to find out what's going on. But so so let's have a conversation. Maybe you know more about this. I, clearly you do because because this is yeah yeah we're here. This is your this is your jam. But what would make me not realize that in the moment of what was clearly going on until like after the fact? You're talking about upstairs. Yeah, like I, it didn't. Re- I didn't realize it until after the fact. Like, why would I be just vibing, going along with it? Well, clearly knowing that that's not making sense until you and I literally just talked about it, and then it registered. Like, holy shit, you were not in front of me because you were in the moment it, for several reasons. You you have your kids here. It's exciting mm-hmm. for you because your kids are experiencing oh, this exactly. place. You're in the mode. You're, you're also, you've had experiences here, so you're excited as well, and, mm-hmm. and your wife is, ex- you know, all kinds of stuff was going on there as far as just excitement as a family. And you just assumed that I was there, so yeah. you didn't question it in your mind because you, you didn't actually look at me. You yeah. didn't actually see me. You just felt a presence until later you saw the actual figure. Yeah. And then that's when it disappeared when he actually illuminated on it. Yeah. So the, the fact that you didn't realize it until that moment doesn't surprise me because you were in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. It was just, I. it's so crazy that you and I sat down to talk about it. And now I'm like, wait a minute. You're right. I was the first person down the steps. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of kind of creeping me out a little bit, Jason. But I like it. Yeah. It's a well, good, it's uh, good so we're going to get to your, you, you want to investigate the stairwell there. We kind of got yeah. distracted with going down the hallway. Yeah, we're um, But we'll, we'll definitely see if we can uh, try to make that happen again. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Malvern Manor, <laughs> all you fork eaters. Here we are. Fork eaters? Users oh, you're of such the a fork. bastard. <laughs> You're such a bastard. I was like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Yeah. Now I get it. Now I get it. We went yeah. to dinner last night. Uh-huh. And actually, you're not the first person I'm to I'm actually make fun not of me. surprised. You're not surprised. No, I'm not surprised. Because I'm a little prissy. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what happened. Let me walk you through it. Let me fucking <laughs> <laughs> walk you through this. We go to dinner last night, and uh, my wife and Koopsik and myself, and I ordered. What's called the Big Classic, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a Big Mac, basically. It started but, with cheese curds, though. Ma- it did. Cheese balls. It did start with the cheese balls. So, uh, anyway, what happens is, guys, I, I like to eat food with a fork, no matter what that food may be, right? And it, if it's cheese balls, I'll eat it with a fork, I'll eat hamburgers with the but the thing fork. about the cheese balls were you grab, the, grab cheese the cheese balls, balls with your fingers from the put them basket. on the plate and then cut them yes into more manageable pieces manageable <laughs> they were like the smaller than the tater tot they're more manageable <laughs> sized pieces for my mouth 
I'm very particular about the size of ball that goes into my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I I texted my wife, and we agreed that you are probably the serial killer in the area. I mean, it's quite possible, I guess, I suppose. Like, there's probably some underlying thing going on there. I'm not sure what it would be, but it it is odd. But yeah, so I eat a lot of shit. I don't know if the it's the weirdest thing about you. So like, and that's just it. It's like you are not the first person to to make fun of me about this. Um, one of the boys from the Wraith Chasers, um, we were having a burger, and yeah, I ate it with yeah. a fork. And he was like, "The fuck are you doing? Oh, oh it's five o'clock. It's five o'clock. It's five o'clock in <laughs> Malvern." So yeah, he was like, "Why are you doing this? Like, why are you eating it with a fork?" I'm like, "I don't want to get greasy hands." And like when I go and like. Shake hands with people and stuff like that. I don't want it to be all weird and greasy. Yes, and but sick. I know you well enough that you wash. I do all the time. I do. <laughs> you probably <laughs> wash your hands after every meal, even after using I, a fork. True. So I do that too. But so then, like, are you are you stopping a lot mid meal to shake people's hands? No, I'm not. That's a fair point too. It's, it's a weird mental thing, I guess. Yeah, then, okay. but I mean, like, even like I don't I don't even know. Like, there's a lot of people that have made fun of me. For all of this shit. Like, even Stormy. Uh, Stormy uh, Daniels uh, made fun of me. And I'm like, of all the people that have weird shit on your yeah. hands, I'm sh- <laughs> you know what I mean? like, uh, like, I don't think you should be that speaking. That reminds me of the other thing in, in the yeah. room that Mitch excreted. We'll put a picture of that yeah, in the show a, notes. Put a picture of that. I come into the office today, into the studio, and Mitch is sitting in the chair. And there is a gigantic load of frothy ejaculate that is just, like, all over my desk. Yeah, it with is a little alien in it. A like, little alien in it. So I mean, that's he birthed the new Mitch. <laughs> yes, just amazing, <laughs> just amazing. But yeah. yeah, oh my fucking god, dude, just great, just so, good stuff. So we're at the manor. Yeah. So I want to uh, walk me through what happened last night. Like I was here for a okay. little bit, but not long. So we already, I already recorded with Shane about yeah. his experience, and he did tell you about that. Yes. But it turned into more. So he, um. He saw the what he thought was me standing there. Yeah, like a shadow person. But when him and I actually sat down to talk about it, he realized that that shadow person was next to him the whole way down the hallway and then standing around long before it was standing there. And it wasn't me because I was in the very back of the line. Of so people. it's like following him. Yeah, it was like it was next to him the whole time we were up there after Jesus. we came down from the All right. So there was that. Wow. And... We um I'm trying to think of what else happened last night. We were here till five. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And uh Did it get pretty cold? Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> I would say after yeah. three, yeah. It like the energy died off in here. That's interesting. It was like it used all its energy beforehand. It's all used up like Mitch. Yeah. Like Mitch yeah, over yeah. there. And he just um blew their load. We uh, we heard all the stuff you yeah in here and um, yeah i'd say that the uh, austin had a lot of experiences we'll get him in here hey austin oh well hey oh, austin think, yeah come he here. heard you i was like wait did he hear you <laughs> yeah we'll bring austin in here because he yeah has a better memory than me being a lot younger than us well that makes so sense here. got so mike yeah. in here all right cool and uh, tell us what what we experienced last night Man, last night, a lot definitely went on, Um, you know, shadows, voices, and a lot of activity, activity actually, um, you know, the nurse's station, or what we call the shadow, the shadow man hallway, and with that 
footstep tracker. Oh yeah, was going that crazy. Was nuts. That was absolutely crazy to me. Like how sensitive yeah, that thing that. is. That's a concrete floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like there's not a lot of vibration that's going to travel yeah. through that thing. So that thing is really impressive. It, it was almost intelligent too because when certain people would walk in the room, it would completely stop, and it wasn't me. like picking up. No, no. Me. <laughs> when the whole group of yesterday's people came in, um, it would just stop. Me and Larry were like the only one who could really get it to come out and start walking, and it wasn't us. Oh, it you're wasn't talking about the tracker. Yeah, so, the tracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah, that was sweet. But it was weird. So last night, it, especially down there, mm-hmm. whenever I came in there, everything kind of stopped. No what? matter who was in the hallway, the showman hallway down there at the nurse's station. Why? But when I would leave, it would pick back up again. Why? It's actually, so last night I went live on TikTok for like an hour and a half. Holy shit. And there were different psychic people in there. Mm-hmm. And they were... It was it was kind of weird because I didn't talk about it beforehand, but they were telling me through the app that I need to leave the area because they don't want me down there. What the hell? And I just thought that was a weird coincidence because they, it, it's kind of what happened last. Yeah, time. but they didn't want you down. Well, they didn't want the skinny, skinny lanky guy down there either. <laughs> so they asked both of us to leave, but wow, it was first it was focused on me and what they were commenting. Interesting, um, but so. They did seem very uh, drawn towards Maria last night. Yeah, I noticed that before I left. It was especially through the the spirit box. The SB7. Yes. That they were using. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty freaking cool, though. But yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, Just a little bit that I was able to be here and experience and all that stuff. So, yeah. I knocked over, I think I upset the spirit up in the attic because I touched the nose of that doll and it fell over. Oh, that scary looking doll? And then I couldn't get it to stand back up. Like, I, I sat there for 20 minutes trying to get it to stand back up and it wouldn't stand up all night what? long. I go up there first thing today, walk through, I got here by myself for a little yeah. while. Stood her right up and she stood right there. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. They're just like, no, we don't want the doll. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy though. That doll is fucking terrifying. You it should is, probably take her. Creepy. Probably take her home with no. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like it is. Uh, it's not cool though. I'm not a fan. Is that dolls. is that hat on that doll that's sitting up back there there so that you don't see the side of the doll's face? That's exactly. Your... That's exactly why. <laughs> <I think>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just took one of those hats that I had. Yeah. Um, you know. And uh, yeah. It's all fun and games until it, like, you know, starts walking and stuff. I swear to God, like, if that ever were to happen. Like, here's what's weird, right? So, like, haunted objects in general, haunted dolls in general, right? Like, a logical thinking person, like, you think to yourself, it is an inanimate object. It should not be able to move on its own, right? Like, it should not be able to do that. So, um, so like, the doll in the case, for an example, right? Why is it then that I would... Put her in this room specifically, right? And this is before we even had, like, the case. Put her in this room and then come back the next day. When I know I was the last person in or out of this place, the only dude with the keys, right? And how is it then that she has moved 40 feet? Like, that's, that's crazy to me. How is it that she has put herself over by, like, Gracie's room, for an example? Like, 
It's an impossibility. We didn't get to get her out last night because it was locked up. Oh, damn, that's right. I locked it up. I actually have a camera in there, too, that I need to grab out of there. But we do want to get her out tonight. Yeah, that's a good idea. So you're you're saying it it, it moved? Absolutely. So it, it 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 had moved, like, a distance of 40 feet, and I was like, no way, man. Like, absolutely no way is this possible, feasible, anything. So I had taken this doll back into this room. Same type of thing. Last person in or out of here, she did it again. Except this time it wasn't as far. But she had taken herself over by the... um, There's an air conditioning unit in the the lobby area Mm -hmm. over there. She had placed herself underneath that. And like, again, this doesn't make sense. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to put her in a room. And I'm just going to leave her in this room. And I'm not saying a word to anybody, right? So I put her in Inez's room. And sure enough, the same um, the the same night, um, there was a group that was here. They had gone live on Facebook. They were doing their thing, answering a battery of questions or whatever that people were asking. And I don't know what it was. But she's like, yeah, it's been a quiet night, a fairly quiet night. Um and not a lot has happened so far. We've had a few things, but nothing much. And then the doll, Chucky, jumped off of the table. But she's made of porcelain. So when she landed on her feet, which was interesting in itself, mm-hmm. she lands on her feet, and her feet shatter. Nobody bumped that table. Nobody knocked that. Nobody jostled it. Nobody jumped up and down. Nothing like that. They just screamed hysterically when that happened. Sure. It scared the hell out of them. Yeah. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. naturally. But... It was crazy. Um, I mean, it took us hours to get her legs pieced back together again. Um, but after that is when I put her in the case. Then had the case blessed. So has she moved since her legs broke? She moves in the case. Okay. She's actually re-breaking herself now, if you'll notice. Like, there's a piece of her heel um, that she has now, since she's kicked the side of the the case mm-hmm. it's chipped it just enough now that you can see the piece inside of her heel so she's kicked it back inside of herself wow. like she's breaking herself but it's like we reached out to the Vatican they sent us that um, really nice rosary and the the holy water and all of that stuff um but yeah like she, I mean she hasn't been out of the case so okay take her out of the case <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's do you want to be yeah. here for that i mean possibly it yeah. kind of depends yeah but yeah i mean maybe i, I just don't want to be here when the walls start to bleed you know what i mean so, <laughs> we could do that with your green screen <laughs> yeah it's very true that is very true oh my gosh but yeah no i'm curious though like austin what have you what are your thoughts so far this being like your first experience with malvern manor what what are your thoughts so far of the place. Oh, I love the place. Um, I absolutely do. And, you know, nothing nothing has disappointed, obviously. And I've came here and got activity nonstop, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, from shadows, voices. Actually, today some major things happened. Um, me and Jason were both upstairs and, like, well, first of all, I was up there by myself, you know what I mean? And they were down here. And the top of the stairs, you know, top of stairs, and you go around, how do I describe it? You go around. It's it's near the top of the stairs, where uh, the team yesterday thought they seen Jason, but when they yeah. turned on their headlamp, no one was there. Yeah. That exact that that exact spot, I heard like the loudest breath I've ever heard right in my ear. It was so loud, like 
and no one was up here. You know what I mean? They were all downstairs. Was asleep, and I was in here servicing Mitch. <laughs> and, uh, so I we there was no way we were a part of that. Like that's amazing, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just you three guys here too. So I mean, that's and, yeah. And I I was filming too, so I I caught that and did, me, did he get it on the recorder too? Mm-hmm. Well, I just like had my that. camera. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, it did pick it up. That's and, and then we both came up here, and we heard something just crash. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Like down, like downstairs. Dude. I'm not sure what it was. I so mean, that's weird. We too, thought right? it might have been. Honestly, we thought it might have been a, a golf ball, but I don't think it sounds like that. I don't. Larry said when he kicked it the first time, it didn't hit the wall, so it huh. wouldn't have made that right to kind of recreate everything. Floor. Oh yeah, to have everything recreated is kind of hard in the same spots, the way you were looking, everything kind of yeah, uh, yeah. Take everything into consideration, but exactly, you never know. But it was it was interesting. But for sure the breath, you know, 100%. That's weird, too. Like, I had uh, a couple people that were here just a few days before you guys showed up, really. Um, But they said that they were standing downstairs specifically. And they said it was upstairs. It sounded like somebody had dropped a bowling ball and it just rolled. Like, they specifically heard this heavy cylindrical object rolling after it, boom, hit the ground and then rolls. Like, it sounded just like a bowling ball, they said. Well, I'll have to re-listen like, to it. Crazy. I can uh, show you what I heard and see if it has any resemblance yeah. to, to that. That's freaking sweet. Oh, one point last night when I was walking by Gracie's room, I didn't have my flashlight on, and there was someone sitting in Gracie's wheelchair. Oh, dude. I saw the head above the wheelchair and, like, the shoulders. But... You know, every time that we have ever run, like, an SLS or an XLS or any type of that, like, camera and pointed it at that wheelchair, it's mm-hmm. always an anomalous form in that wheelchair. And I'm like, it's fascinating to me. Like, I don't know. But it, it's just weird to me that that's, that's where she's chilling out, if it is, in fact, her. You know? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's crazy. My God, though. What else we got, boys? Wait, that happened... That happened last night. Oh, I thought you described that we were walking. That I was walking in and out trying when we were trying to figure out if it would be more activity if I was in the the nurses station or not. So one of the times I was walking back, I kind of glanced over my shoulder and saw someone look like someone sitting in her wheelchair. How did you feel when you felt like when you saw that? I just kept walking. Honestly, I just kept moving. I didn't have a flashlight on. Yes, I was just walking. Um, yeah. And I didn't like keep walking because I was afraid. I was just like, "Yep, that happened." I'll, I'm already on my way back. I don't have a flashlight. What am I gonna do anyway? So. I would have shit my pants. So funny story. <laughs> uh, me and Larry were actually uh, coming back from Gracie's room or walking past, and I, I walked past and said, "Hey, Gracie," you know, just kind of talking to her, being funny. And I was and I was in front of Larry, and you know, Larry gets kind of scared sometimes, right? And then he and then he hears his voice in sometimes. his ear. He hears his voice in his ear. That goes, hey. And I stopped because he freaked out. He's like, what was that? So I stopped to mess with him because it was dark behind him. He's oh, like, yeah. keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> that was He's funny. Like, Vamanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Move your ass. Larry's funny, though. Larry's funny. I'm sticking oh, God, him yeah. in that closet upstairs with the mirror tonight again. Oh, the long the, closet. Yeah, that, with, yeah. with the what? strobe light. You know, that would actually be... Pretty freaking cool. And the you dolls. Know, you know what we could try as well? For him to look at. Well, oh, okay, while okay. While it's flashing. 
I'm like, I do have a black mirror that's sitting at the I edge did of that see hallway. That down there too. We could do. Both. We could try I did to tell do Larry that. I was only doing one thing to him tonight, but oh, uh, I think he'll be a good sport. But I mean, well, a mirror is a mirror, <laughs> though, right? I mean, it's just a, well, we whether can put it's both a... mirrors in that long hallway, one at each end, <laughs> and have him sit in a way that he has to look back and forth. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, that, that could that's, be fun. That's what we need to do because then he'll be in between two mirrors True. facing each other. True. That's, I think that'd be a lot of fun to do that. That's a great idea. Okay, so we'll do that. Um, if Larry yeah. gets sucked into a portal, it'll um, be fun. You, you remember that you mentioned using that other mirror. I did do so. that. I did do that. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah, the um, I don't know. Like ever since we kind of introduced that black mirror. Mm-hmm. So what's the story with that? Because there's a binder in here talking about it too, <coughs> but I didn't me. really read too much. Into so yeah, um, a good buddy of mine. His name is Thomas. Um, he has, uh, he makes these black mirrors, mm-hmm. um, and what in, in theory what he wants to do is build kind of a a network of these mirrors, all then linked back to one singular source, which is a very large mirror that's sitting currently, I believe, in his basement of his house. Oh, and so, what he wants to do is create this network of locations in thinking that maybe potentially they could communicate with one another. So initially, right out of the gate, we were the first, the first location to get a mirror. Mm-hmm. That same afternoon, then he had placed another mirror um, in the attic of the Velisca Axe Murder House. Okay. So there's yeah. there was two mirrors. Now I believe there's like eight, maybe nine. He wants to get it up to ten, uh, but I mean, different haunted locations kind of just sprinkled throughout the United States. Yeah. That have agreed to do this. I think that might be a good thing for Garnett. You should talk to your dad about getting one of those black mirrors. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Especially with the activity that happens at that place. That would be for cool. sure. We have we have lots of mirrors there. You you seen it, right? Yeah. When oh, Tech yeah. Nine shot his music video there. There's tons of mirrors for that scene. Well, but yeah, guys, do you have the conjuring mirror down there? Yeah. From the conjuring house. Or a mirror from the conjuring right. house. So. That's sexy. Absolutely. God, that is good stuff, though. Because, man, it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty freaking cool. But I don't know. I guess we could definitely kind of offer Larry up as sacrifice tonight. That's what I usually <laughs> do, and it usually works. I mean, it's good. Larry was the one that was saying yesterday that we need to do a blood sacrifice. So he's all bored for whatever. So it's all about it. Bloodletting. This idea. We, make it happen. We, we were talking about, so how much blood is actually a sacrifice? Because it's like a, a pen prick. Yeah. Are you really sacrificing anything? Or does it have to be risky? Like, do we have to bleed No, I them? think you just have to. No, no. You just open up. Just open up your hand a little bit or something. And just kind okay. of, yeah. Just so where can he put this blood sacrifice in here? I don't know. <laughs> Man, no shit. Like, absolutely no shit. I um, I had a group that reached out to me. They were staying overnight or whatever. And they were like, we have a very odd question. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And they're like, how would you feel about doing a sacrifice or us doing a sacrifice inside of the building? I'm like... Human? <laughs> I was like, human? Yeah. People what is it? They're like, no, it would just be like a chicken. Oh, I was like, that's still. I know. And so I was like, here's the deal. I'm like, have you ever killed a chicken? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously, it's kind of dirty work. You right. know what I mean? It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I was like, here's the deal. If you could like lay down like some, some so type of. So they did of, that? No. Oh. They, they decided against it. Um, but yeah. 
They that for a minute there, I thought for sure they were. Do you know where they wanted to do this? Actually, yes, I do. Um, the room on the right hand side of the Shadow Man hallway, just before you get to Rebecca's room. The room okay. The room just before Rebecca's room. Yeah. So yeah. Weird. Yeah. Why they wanted to do it there. Well, they said in there was a, I believe it was a portal of some sort that they had found, or were they wanting to close it with the sacrifice? I believe or? so, or something like that. But I yeah. don't get that. Like, why would you go to a place and try to close the portals there? That like, I have no idea. That's your business. Like, right. if they, if they close that portal, <laughs> that's bad for biz, is, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad for biz. No, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we were talking a little bit of last night. I'm sure there are people coming here trying to blast it and trying to drive spirits out, unknowing to you. Oh, I'm sure dude. people have done that a lot. There, oh, they try to banish the demons, and you know, there have been like there have been times, and I will never call out names or anything like that, whatever. But like, there have been times that there have been like overnight groups that have been here. Like, I'll walk in the next day, and it just smells like sage. You know what I mean? Or you walk in, you're like, Jesus Christ, somebody went a little heavy on the Palo Santo, right? Like, it's thick. Yeah. You're like, I know what they were doing. And most likely what they were doing was trying to cleanse themselves before leaving. Yeah. I get it. I respect it. Whatever. That's cool. Maybe do it outside. That's cute yeah. Too, how, right? how, how, how do you feel about that? You know, since obviously you want activity to happen in yeah. here, and, you know, sage kind of driving them away. Yeah. See, and it's weird too, right? Because it's like, in some weird, sick way, I feel like they're family here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like, oh, I know what makes them tick, and they know what makes me tick, and all that shit. But it's it's weird, because it, it's almost like, again, like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, you want them to be at peace, right? But then at the same time, it's like, but you also want to, you want your time with them too, and you want to continue to have those interactions with them, and it's a very selfish thought. I feel like it comes and goes. Obviously, with the amount of yeah. teams that come in here, you know, but, some are talking to demons, some might be removing things, but with all the energy coming in and out, like I don't think it will ever truly uh, everything just like go silent, and you know what I yeah, mean. Like it's yeah. always going to be coming and going for the you most know, part. It, it is interesting too. Like even even the I've noticed with the changing of the seasons and things like that the ebb and flow of paranormal activity. Like, mm-hmm. right now, believe it or not, like, right now is a is a really prime time, a hot time for, for paranormal activity in yeah. this specific building. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the emotional significance surrounding the season of Christmas or, or what that is, but they fucking love this time of year, man. Like, they I, love this time of year. I think everything plays a factor from, you yeah. know, the stars, the moon, you, how you're feeling, who you're with. Literally everything plays a factor, you That's know? That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. So it is, it's, uh, it's fascinating. Because, yeah, the majority of groups and teams that want to book, it's, you know, spring, summer. Well, yeah, you know, it's, things like it's that. cold that, in yeah. most of the building, right? Yeah, so, it's very uncomfortable. Um, it's not too bad, but I get why people think it's uncomfortable. I'm fine. You know, the other day, it was 40 degrees outside, mm-hmm. and it was like 28 in certain areas of this house. It's sure. warmer outside than it was inside. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So, yeah, it's... Uh, oh, one thing that fun. you didn't mention now, which I, I don't, because so much stuff happened last night, you heard your name down in the basement Whoa. when you and I were walking through there. That is right. Um, a lot did happen. It's you know obviously hard to cover everything, but 
me, uh, Jason took me on a little tour into the basement. Um, and I might just be crawling in those little crawl spaces yeah. tonight, yeah. you know? So I, I asked him if he wanted, to, I told him that there are two places here that I don't think any filming's been done. One is that crawl space down there in the basement, and the other is behind the spot up in the attic. I don't know how you feel about nobody has potentially filmed, going in those. Nobody has filmed. I would be fine with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll walk it's up you to you. Through it. I'll walk you through it because I was like, oh man, like if you go through the attic, obviously just stick to the beams. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. Uh, we've had two people fall through the floors. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, because they didn't stick to the beams. Sure. Um, but. That I know for a fact that the only team that has done any filming in the basement, that crawl space in the basement, um, was the group that found those bones. That yeah. was actually led to that section. Their flashlight's still down there. So wait, the, those bones were in the part that the crawl space has to go? You have to go yes. Yeah, you telling like me about that. It's like army crawling the okay. whole time. And so I haven't been either. But, oh, dude, it's so tight, and it smells so bad, and it's oh. just dank, it's and all, just terrible. You know what I mean? It's, it's just all, old dirt, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, uh. But, like, how you feel, How you feeling about after that description? Oh, man, well. It, it's super weird. Like, if you're claustrophobic, just skip it. <laughs> you know what I'm telling you? I think the, uh, but, you know, the diehard view of the camera in your face. Absolutely. Through the, going through the vents there, yes. down there, would be Dude, I'm the one to do things. I'm the one to do things that people don't normally want to do. I slept in the Conjuring basement. You know, yes. I slept here, man. I, I just, I just do it. You know. As long as you get that shot. As long as you get that the shot. diehard shot, and as long as you say the words "yippee ki yay," <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games to hear a voice though, and you can't go anywhere. Oh my God, that's see. Oh, I was wrapping the pipes. Uh, there for a couple of years, we had a ton of problems with the water. Yeah. And I had to, oh, we would wrap the pipes, but just with the foam wrap, you know, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's still not working. It gets so brutally cold that it wasn't even, do it wasn't helping, right? So I was like, shit, we have to heat wrap these, right? So I was going down there and I'm heat wrapping these things. And these are the, the wrappings that you then have to plug in mm -hmm. and they will then physically heat your pipes. Well, then I put in wrapping even over the heat wrap so i'm like doubling up on all this stuff i'm like we're never having a problem with frozen pipes again yeah not on my watch but going down there and wrapping those pipes and then having to backtrack all the way back and start over again and all that it was the worst experience of my life because i thought like you get in your own head sometimes yeah, right yeah and you're like Oh, God, if this building were to collapse or whatever, like, I'm a goner. They're never yeah, finding that, that me. shaking finally drops the floor. Yeah, they're never going to find me, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, it's going to be terrible. Or, um, like, if, if you encounter, like, a, a raccoon or a rat even, I mean, anything that's mm -hmm. feasible yeah. that would be down there. It's just like, you didn't. I didn't realize I was claustrophobic until I was in that situation where it's like, I couldn't even roll over onto a side. Yeah, it is that tight, you know. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus, it was, it was a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. So a little off topic, but what was your, what has been your craziest, most intense um, story here? Well, I've yet I to mean, hear that. So honestly, like, there's been a lot of head games, right? A lot of head games that make you think you're losing your mind. Um, seeing the Shadow Man has been physically. Like some of the most crazy for me. Um, 
standing at the top of the steps, feeling like you're being shoved, like Speaking somebody wants to man, push you down. Sorry, I didn't mean. To no, you're fine. We vacuumed down there again last night. Did you? Yeah. Still, but that vacuum's broken. It doesn't suck anything up. Which vacuum is the it? The blue one that was right there. That one? No, the it's it's down there. We're gonna bring it back. Oh, it's probably just clogged. Blue, I don't know. Larry it's a was, shark. I didn't know what he was doing. It's the shark. Yeah, I'll, but I'll he, get you. He, he vacuumed, so we yeah. we probably upset the guy again down there. So I'm is it, you. it is the shadow man like? I guess you. Uh, Describe it to me as, like, obviously not friendly, but, like, demonic almost. No. Like, see, no. here's what's weird to me, right? So, we, all we knew at the beginning was there was a very large black humanoid figure coming out of a room and bum-rushing you right at you, right? Nobody was getting hit, scratched, punched, or anything like that. So, I found it a little suspect, but it almost seemed the second we would react, it would be done and over with. So, I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's something residual. Then Paranormal Lockdown aired, and it was the day after that, a nurse that used to work here said, you know, the guy that occupied that room was six foot seven, nonverbal, mentally deranged, killed a few people in the past, but his little claim to fame was whenever they were doing bed checks, he would come out of that room and he would chase the nursing staff, chase oh. them to the kitchen. He would never go into the kitchen, but he would, so he would stop himself at the door frame. No way. But I was like, interesting, because we're seeing very similar behavior. Exactly. Right? If, so, if, if he's been doing that and yes. left some imprint. Yes. So I'm like, okay, is this something residual? If it is, we can't find the antecedents, right? Their time of day does not seem to matter. Weather patterns, moon phases don't seem to matter. It's happening whenever the fuck it wants to, <laughs> which is weird. So I'm like, is it something residual or is it something so damn intelligent mm -hmm. that it is five steps ahead of you at all times it knows what you're going to do before you even do it and it wants to pounce on you while you're least expecting it that's why the first two times it even happened to me i was walking back there with a vacuum i was just yeah. rounding the corner with a vacuum and then dropped the vacuum and screamed like a girl i was like ah and six cigarettes later i can go and really address <laughs> it right yeah but man like i wasn't expecting that I'm just doing my job. I'm just vacuuming a floor. That's that's where my brain is. Well, I wonder if it's actually, now that it's moved on, if it's actually trying to physically attack you, even though it wasn't in its lifetime. Right, right. maybe. Or if it's just, since it, if it's a residual and left the imprint and it never attacked, it or doesn't it attack never. you. Yeah. And see, and that was one thing that I always had an issue with when the nurses were telling me, oh, yeah, he would chase us to the kitchen. And then he would stop himself and never go into the kitchen. That's so weird. I was like... I'm sorry, but if I was trying to hurt you, actively trying to hurt you, what better place in a kitchen? Yeah, it's like a game. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just trying to get a rise out of you. Yeah. He can't speak. He cannot verbally relay emotions, process emotions, anything like that. Like, he's just acting upon them as he mm -hmm. sees fit. But this is, so it continued to happen, like, on a daily basis, did they This say? was all the time. So every time they would do, like, bed checks, which is probably hourly. Like, so I've tried the top of the hour bottom of the hour, the quarters of the hour, like trying to think, oh, when would they be doing bed checks? Mm -hmm. It doesn't correlate. None of this correlates. Huh. It's happened at, like, a very odd time was 10.08 a.m. Like, was one time that this happened, I remember specifically. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, 10.08 in the morning? Maybe like, time okay. uh, time doesn't exist, you know? Exactly. And all I'm like, yeah. maybe it's not an issue. Like, maybe it's just something is triggering it. We just don't know what. Exactly. 
It's so weird, though. Well, they didn't catch, like, obviously they caught on, but, like, they didn't yeah. have multiple people there to, like, stop him or, like... Dude, they were all so damn scared of him. Like, one night, for fuck's sake, he walked out the front door. He walked out the front door and just starts walking around town. And it was a raining night. Like, it was a summer night, mm-hmm. but it was raining. And so, again, he's this giant dude who's now soaking wet, walking around town, and it's dark. He's scaring the shit out of a lot of people in town. Mm-hmm. Protocol said, like, oh, you have to try to get him back into the building, right? But he wasn't compliant. He wasn't listening to them at all. So then Protocol states, you call the police. The police did come. They quote-unquote arrested him. They didn't really arrest him. But, I mean, they did not bring him back here, though. They took him to a locked facility in Omaha, Nebraska, where then 48 hours later, this gentleman passes away. Of what? We don't know. Yeah. The circumstances, we don't know. Because he was in otherwise fairly decent health mm-hmm. and only like 48 years old. Like certainly too young to be checking out. You know what I mean? Like very odd. Maybe they like, euthanized him. Possibly. It makes you wonder like yeah. what happened there. See, I've like, had different apart. experiences with that shadow man. It's not the same thing. Same, same shadow man. But, but not rushing me. You've seen the pacing, I've seen though. the pacing. I've seen the pacing. I've seen it, him go across the yes. hall and through the wall. I'll show you something so trippy tonight that you will freak the fuck out. I yeah. promise you. I and know. I promise it will happen. Yeah. Like, I will show it to you tonight. It will happen. Okay. And it will correlate more with that pacing. Okay? And I don't know if it's a trick of the light or if it's a trick of our eyes or both or yeah. what. But I have had numerous people. I mean, even the the paranormal, like, celebrities and all that stuff. I've tried it with them, and they're experiencing the same thing. Yeah. And they can't explain it. I've well, seen him walk back and forth along the wall. Oh, I've seen that once. Only once. And I've seen him. I, 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 that's what I see most of the time, is along the wall. Oh, that's interesting. And the, But I've seen him come out of that room and go through the wall. Oh, that's weird. Two. That's freaking weird. But the yeah, the pacing is along. If you're facing the end of the Shadow Man hallway, it's on the right side, and he'll he'll come up and go back. I've seen that. Oh times. my god! But not at like a fast pace, just like <laughs> a walking pace and like then walking back. <laughs> More of a saunter, if you will. Yeah. And maybe, <laughs> maybe it has to do with me. Possibly. I mean, if if I'm affecting something down there, maybe well, he doesn't want that? to rush me. See, I, and this is what I don't understand: is I've I've met so many people now, yeah, right? And they've said things like, um, oh, yeah, I'm a paranormal battery, right? Mm-hmm. I, it just seems like everywhere I go, things happen. Okay. I've met people that say the exact opposite. They're like, sure. oh, I'm like a repellent for, mm-hmm. for paranormal activity. What? Like, how does that work? But I, I'm I, not. I'm not a no. repellent. But I, no, weird I, shit I, but has I happened have, with us, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't, I don't get that, you know? And maybe it has, like... I've always kind of had really strong psychic boundaries. Yeah. Even some psychics haven't been able to read me at all, like yeah. even emotions. Yeah. So maybe that plays into it when I'm investigating. Dude, I feel like I always have my walls up when it comes to that shit because I don't want to give them anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like because if you are legit or whatever, I don't want to give you anything. Or if you're a charlatan of some way, I don't want to give you anything. Yeah. I don't want you to like cold read me in any mm-hmm. way. So I'm, I'm kind of a, I don't know. 
I'm a hard cookie to crack when it comes to that because I believe that there are, I mean, shit, there are definitely psychics out yeah. there for sure, mediums and whatnot, sensitives at least, absolutely. Like, we've seen this happen. I've had psychics knock my socks off, yeah. like, with shit telling me that even my mom doesn't know. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, damn. Like, I, I don't know. There are a lot of people out there, too, that it's just, I don't know. It's complete bullshit. I mean, look at, like, the body and the well thing right now. <laughs> like, how many psychics are in that group right now? Several. Several. Yeah. But it's the easiest thing to claim and the hardest thing to back up. Yeah. Right. It's tough. We should interview them. I'm fine with all of that. Let's get them, every single one of them in this room right now. Let's I, do that. Uh, there's a couple I don't even want to talk to. <laughs> You're like, they exhaust me. <laughs> they they look, like their profiles look exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy, man. The paranormal community. In yeah. a nutshell. He's just learning. He's, it's exhausting. He's been sheltered a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've been traveling with my dad, I'd say, the past few years. But my first first investigation uh, was about 10 years ago. No, no, 10 years. What am I saying? Yeah, I didn't Sixth mean, grade. I didn't mean yeah. you were inexperienced. In no, I get what you're saying. You haven't been a part of the bigger community right. as much. 100%. Because, you know, I started off with creating gaming content and being part of that community. And yes. I, I want to branch over to this a lot more. Um, but yeah, my first investigation took place sixth grade with Jason and yeah. my dad. At the barn. Oh, yeah. You were at the barn. Yeah. That was the first time. Man, he's, was he's that the first? The let me ask you a question. It's torn was down that now. The first time that I had met, it was the first time I met Rick Rose. Was it the first time that I had met Spurrier? I think so. I think it was too. No, because the first time I met Justin was at my second year event. Which That's is right. Also, when I met you. That's right. So we all so met we all met at the time, same time. Yeah. That's right. That was two thousand twelve. It might have even, it was yeah, probably 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, crazy. But yeah, yeah, so they tore the barn down. I have this in the my, barn is in down. My Google Drive. Let's check it out. That's Austin. That is me. In Dude. the barn. <laughs> this dad. Man. I was like, look at your dad's shit eating grin, too, though, right? <laughs> like, you know he's up to shit. Like, I love that. I love that grin. <laughs> He's uh, so fucking but funny. yeah, that oh my god, that was my first investigation, and then um, Reese just I say 2020, 2021, we went on a lot of uh, to, to a lot of places. Um, twenty twenty is when we kind of started. I started going out more and yeah, just yeah, branching out and just yeah. <laughs> the kid that's coming here tonight, I think, is hold on, hold on, go look and see if Larry's right around the door. Hurry. So it doesn't run away. What is ah! <laughs> Who was that? Was that Larry? Uh, I don't like you guys. <laughs> what I, did I you do? That's the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> Follow Spiritual Elite on TikTok. E-L-Y-T-E. I deserve that plug. That, yeah. <laughs> that happened naturally because I saw Larry's hat. I didn't know it was him. I was trying to have you <laughs> catch Larry. Oh my I God. swear to God. <laughs> I actually believe you, but... I'm going to run out of this building. I and thought my... I saw Larry flick around while I was looking over here, so I wanted to make sure that Larry didn't get away. Dude, it's been a, it's been a night of just jump scares and trolls from each other. This, that would be the second or third time, I'm not going to lie. Oh I, I got one of uh, Shane's kids really good. D- last night? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's funny. Because we were up in the attic at one, another point, 
and with Austin and the other son, um, and we were we were coming down, and he was like, they snuck up here and they're hiding in one of these rooms and they're oh, trying to scare us. So yeah. we walked halfway down the room and I went, ah! And he just about, like jumped, almost hit his head on the ceiling. It seemed like. Oh my god, man! They had a great time. Yeah, it seems night. like everybody's having fun last night. But yeah. It is pretty cool. Like, I was going to say, like, the kid, I think, that's coming tonight, I think he's in, like, God, eighth grade, maybe ninth grade tops. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I'm like, he's right around that same type of age. And he's been into this stuff for a while, too. Really? Yeah. So, it's, like, it's kind of funny, like, looking back, <laughs> like, when you started, it's, like, that's where this kid is now. I know. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, wow. It, it's uh, pretty interesting. It's crazy to look back at, like, how we all started and when we all started and now what we've become. <laughs> it's like, I'm just a fraction Now we're all shell. super jaded and don't yeah. like anybody else in the field. Just, just, don't trust. You just can't trust anybody. Like, that's the issue. Like, I mean, guys, I could talk for days about that. How many times I've been dicked over. You know, it's like, I'm going through a thing right now, for God's sake. It's like somebody took $10,000 in back taxes. They didn't pay it, even though they said they did. And then they took their names off the LLC and saddled me with the bill. Wow. Yeah. I'll give you three guesses who that was, and the first two don't count. Um, I haven't even mentioned that. Is it our that. old friend? Not our old friend. It's an old friend. An old. It starts I with a, they were off the It starts LLC. with a let it starts with the letter P yeah, I thought and ends with it ends with an otter. Time ago. I thought that you were completely done. I thought she we was gone a long she time. She had been. Ago. Okay. Yep. And we thought that the LLC had been dissolved. As uh, we were told it had been. Yeah. It had not been dissolved. Yeah. She just took herself off of it and saddled us with everything. Wow. Insane. So yeah. we're going through a lot of stuff right now. But I mean ultimately we have all the documentation to back everything up. So it's like, you're just screwing yourself. It's like, whatever. But still, it's a pain in the ass. So again, like anybody out there in the paranormal community or whatever, like just be careful who you trust. Be careful who you like hop in bed with here. You know what I mean? Like, because Jesus Christ. Sometimes people's intentions are exactly the opposite of what they tell you they are. So yeah. So just, I don't know. Like so now, what am I doing? Now you know? he's like, not going to trust me at all when I ask him to go. Don't see Don't fucking a ghost trust over this there. guy. <laughs> he's already jump scared you three times today. He dumped ejaculate all over my <laughs> desk. Like, <laughs> don't trust this guy. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's bad. I'm telling you. So yeah, if there's any uh, any good lawyers in our audience right now, I might I might need you. Uh, pro bono, of course, pro bono. But. Yeah. <laughs> Still, my God, I'm so, telling you. Can I stick no. you places tonight? No. No? <laughs> no, absolutely not. You want to take my guidance? and <laughs> Take your guidance? Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm over here talking about my trust issues. <laughs> He's like, hey, let me put you in this weird, dark, scary place alone, please. <laughs> I get results. <laughs> you do. So. You do get results. <laughs> oh, my trust God. Trust in me. What is that from? The Jungle Book. Oh, I thought you were looking over No, there. I was thinking. I was thinking. I was just staring off. And is that an alien on the cup? Yeah. You love of, aliens, right? I hate oh. aliens, in fact. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, so. So, yeah. That's um, funny. 
Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. I just found a new mug that you can buy me for Christmas. Mm. Um <laughs> That's a fucking flag saucer. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's definitely me. I gotta get that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is you. He's like, that's a fucking flag saucer. <laughs> I'm just picturing Jason right now. Exactly. Oh my god. Well, I'm ready for another night here yes. tonight. Gonna, I mean, throughout the day today, it doesn't seem like the energy's. It seems like the energy's lulled and maybe building up. Yeah. Um, and we had a couple things happen, but well, it's not like last night. I tell you this but, much, yeah. too. Like, at some point tonight, do yourself a favor, and I'll, I'll help remind you as well. Mm-hmm. Paul Kosas is going to be here. Yeah. With his equipment. Mm-hmm. Get him in here and sit him down in front of one of these microphones sure. and allow him to blow your mind. Okay. I definitely will. Because, yeah, yeah, he's a good dude, but he's like he knows so much about this stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it should be fun. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to all that. But, they, I mean, they should be here in the next 10 minutes or so, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be good. Got anything else to say, Austin? Plug your shit again, Bill. Oh. Plug it again. Oh, yeah. You were all flustered the last time. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for my for my paranormal content, you know you guys can find me on TikTok at Spiritual Elite, E-L-Y-T-E. And on YouTube, I'm going to be putting out some some episodes under Austin Spurrier, A-U-S-T-I-N-S-P-U-R-R-I-E-R. Uh, but uh, thanks for having me, brother. It was a yeah. good time here, you know. So it's not over yet. We have uh, yeah, you're a right. whole other night. Yep, so. absolutely. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Oh, <laughs> what's <laughs> up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurt. You motherfucker. <laughs> it's disgusting. So we're over here at Malvern Manor. Larry's showing me pimple popping videos, which don't encourage him. They're so <laughs> terrible. Don't encourage her. She does the same thing. My wife is sitting right over here too. Um, but we do have a, a fun guest, a good pal of mine, uh, Mr. Paul Kosas is sitting here as well. And Paul, um, I refer to you as the, the wizard uh, hmm. because of all you like. Hmm. Yeah, I now know two wizards. Two wizards. The second well, wizard that I know. There's two yeah, wizards that yeah. you know now. Yeah. Who's the other? Mike Nichols. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? That is fair. So Mike Nichols, we actually, we used him for A Brush With Evil 3 mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was good shit. Because he's a parapsychology professor. Yes. Or was. Yeah. A parapsychology mm-hmm. professor back in the day. But anyways, Mike's not on the show. He no. He happens to be the other wizard I know. That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. So Paul is kind of the, um, the audio extraordinaire. He's the guy that... I mean, if if you've watched like any of my films, I mean, Paul's now been a part of what two? Couple of, of the yeah, yeah of the mm-hmm. films. Um, Paul's like the the genius behind all the audio toys that we use uh, in the films, and so I wanted to talk to you, and I don't know how much you even want to get into <laughs> about okay. the new shit that you've been working on. Ah, yeah. And so it's it's kind of up to you how much you want to divulge or how much you want to share or whatever, but it's it's fascinating. It's fascinating stuff. Well, <clears throat> thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> the new stuff. Um, you know, <clears throat> when we uh, when we investigate, um, <clears throat> we use recorders a lot. Yeah. We record. We take them home. We listen to audio, and we catch stuff. It's like, oh my gosh, 
There yeah. was a voice. It's really cool. There's an EVP in it. And 36 it's, hours after the fact. Well, awesome. But, it's, it's <laughs> chilling to catch. Yes. and it's, It is. It's very chilling, but it's, it is tedious at times to listen to that much audio. Oh, it's a bitch. Yeah, yeah it is. But thrilling. I have always found it, right? Sure, Absolutely yeah. thrilling. If you find something, it's worth it. It, it sure. totally is. And uh, how many times have we uh, heard a voice and thought, damn, I wish... I wish I knew that was said yeah. in real time. Mm. Um, so, <clears throat> on my latest uh, my latest devices, I, I I've thought about that a lot. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to attempt to do is create something that would capture low level EVPs in real time and and play them back to us, so mm-hmm. that maybe What's we can hear low, them on the spot. Level? I, I would say a disembodied voice that we don't hear with our ears okay. that we would have caught um, later in, in audio review. So it was my intention to think about that and attempt to come up with something that might be able to catch those, pick them out of the noise, and play them back to us immediately so that we can both experience that kind of stuff in real time and hopefully know what's being said and might direct our line of questioning or investigation. Yeah. Um, so I have several devices, but the gist of it is I have a device that listens to very near the noise floor and it tries to ascertain um, it ascertains where the noise floor is, um, but there's also humans talking, so it 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 uh, tries to ascertain. Oh, that's just a human, yeah. so it'll let that stuff go. But if it finds something anomalous right above the noise floor, it will begin to capture it in real time, and then do a little bit of processing on it and spit it out to us immediately. And that's kind of the kind of the gist. Of my latest uh, yeah. stuff is what's what's fascinating to me though is using this stuff, and now I've been fortunate enough to 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 watch you work and to use this equipment with you, mm-hmm. and the real time response basically that we are getting intelligent responses in their own voices. And that's the one thing that I cannot stress enough about the stuff that you are making mm-hmm. is the simple fact that there are no, there is no, um, what, what am I trying Pre-recorded to say? Pre-recorded There snippets. is absolutely no, yeah, there's, there's no. no word bank. There's no phonetic generator. No phonemes. No. Nothing. It is literally pulling from the atmosphere around it and spitting it out real time. Like, it's phenomenal. Well, and you know, the, the, the cool thing about it was, um, I believe that there's a hell of a lot more talking going on than we've ever known. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's just so low that even our recorders can have a hard time picking it up. Absolutely. You know, I, I've kind of felt that that's probably true because I know from my own experience from uh, reviewing EVP or EV recordings, it sounds like there's a conversation going on in the background noise. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a flow to it. 
there seems to be breaks in between words, but yep. you can't just can't make it out because it's in the static. That's one thing that we've noticed, and the the cool thing about Paul's stuff also is the fact that you can set it in a room, and you can leave the room. It can broadcast what it's picking up real time to a radio. You know what I mean? We've sat in the kitchen. We've sat in the sitting room over here at Malvern Manor. And we've just listened to what's going on hundreds of feet away. And it does at times sound like even bickering, like right. back and forth at one another. It's so insane. But like full-on conversations going on. And, and uh, a lot of times we find that there's multiple voices occurring at the same time, and you can pick them out. Yeah. Um, but it seems that at times, spirits are trying to fight to get their word in. Absolutely. You know, I'm kind of reminded here, it wasn't that long ago, Paul and my wife Kirsten here, we were down in the Shadow Man hallway, and we were, I mean, we were just asking very generic questions, really, mm-hmm. but underneath all of that stuff is uh, like an like an argument i guess mm-hmm. for lack of a better term i guess mm-hmm. but it, it's blatantly obvious a man and a woman they're arguing they're fighting and gotten quite nasty it was getting gr- like just terrible but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like i just i don't it's hard to wrap your mind around that Right? It's, now, what's the distance on that device? Is, is there a way to know that it's in that room and not picking it up from like the house next door? I mean, I know that that's the case. I know that you can tell the difference. I'm mm-hmm. assuming oh, sure. you've had that set up to know that where the sound is coming from, at least as far as if it's traveling through walls or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly, um, currently, <laughs> there's no like triangulation or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do have some drawing board stuff on that. But kind of like the other device, kind of like the Super's device, um, where, you know, you could uh, you can hear a gnat piss on a cotton ball, right? <laughs> um, uh, you, when you hear stuff from outside, it has, a, it has kind of a muffled quality to it mm-hmm. versus the, a crispness that sounds like it's in the room. And... <clears throat> And I, I mean, I think from listening to those types of characteristics, you can kind of get a good sense on uh, sure. of what, what what may be local and what may be outside. And certainly, if, if if it is outside, a lot of times we know it. We can hear there's stuff going on outside. Yeah, but. yeah. Every once in a while, too, like it does get sometimes. Like we've picked up on uh, like crickets, for an example. We've mm. picked up on crickets before. And at first, it took us a minute. We're like, "What the fuck? Like, what is that?" And we're like, "Oh." That's contamination, you know, from nature, basically. It is phenomenal. Well, and if, shit that and if you remember the, the crickets, um, we were lamenting. I, I was certainly <laughs> lamenting, dang it, these darn crickets. <coughs> and then we started getting comments from the right. spirits saying, talking about the crickets talking and darn crickets. the crickets and those damn crickets. Right. So, I don't think we'll have to worry about crickets tonight. Not tonight. No. It is a balmy like 15 degrees or yeah. something like that. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely chilly in this place tonight. That's for sure. I mean, it's kind of toasty in here, though. Yeah. I always warm up every room I'm in. <laughs> here we go. Here we fucking go. <laughs> oh, my God. So tell me a little bit more about yourself, how you got started down this road of... of um, I'm assuming you have an 
audio background before you got into the paranormal or building equipment of some sort, electronics, or is it just you've found this passion and dove into it? Well, I found the passion early on. I mean, for me, there's no more fascinating subject than the paranormal. So I'm very passionate about that. My background is computer programming from the late 70s. I did a lot of assembler work and a lot of low-level firmware-type stuff. The electronics I do is basically self-taught out of necessity in order to create, <laughs> in order to create these devices. Um, but as, as, if, uh, as if investigating is not fascinating enough, coming up with something, and believe me, I've had my failures, but coming up with something that actually produces results just uh, magnifies the, the satisfaction of uh, doing this type of research. I mean, to be quite honest with you, though, like, and that's, I guess that's one thing that I've, like, the, the paranormal community has needed something like this for the better part of a decade. We continuously come out with new gadgets and gizmos, but all that's really changing within the gadgets and gizmos is the lights and sounds that they're producing and things like that, or the word banks that they may be, you know, pulling from and things like that. But I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't seem to be progressing the field in any way is what I'm saying. Your stuff hits different, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. There's, there's a yeah. lot of neat stuff for me. Um, I don't know how they were made. I, I don't know what's inside of them. Right. And for my own edification, um, I thought, well, since I have this ability to kind of take ideas and try to formulate devices um, uh, to, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? To um, take a theory and exploit it. Mm -hmm. um, I know what's gone, what goes into it. I know what stimulus will set off my stuff. I know what it's doing. Yeah. So just for my own self, it was from kind of my own edification and research that, well, if this thing's doing this, I know how it's made. Now that, yeah. again, I don't mean to come across like I take away anything else. There's a lot of wonderful stuff out there. Um, yeah, I, the thing about most of the stuff out there, well, not the, not, this is a generalization, but I find it, be true as far as the people that use the equipment overall you may not be able to understand technically how it works but a lot of people in this field don't even think about it working at all they just press play and right. it does this thing and they just assume what it's supposed to be doing right they have no idea how it's actually working or how to actually use it mm -hmm. for the most part right um which i find pretty uh I don't know. I, I try not to judge people for how they do things in this field. Oh, they do whatever they want to do. Correct, I, absolutely. I, but I think the field itself has become stagnant. I think that's a big part of it. Right. Well, if there's stuff, if there's things coming out of my stuff since I built it, um, I can tell you with, with uh, much, much more certainty whether I think it's pollution yeah. Or something I can't explain. Sure. So, 
that's it's a, it's a it's a been very uh, very satisfying um, endeavors that I've been doing, and uh, uh, I always have a laundry list of the next ideas I want to try to create stuff to exploit to allow us to maybe have some communications with the other side. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's important. And it's not all audio, though. I have some stuff coming that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's vis- visual also. I just happen to think that <clears throat> audio is the low-hanging fruit. That in sure. my mind, there, I think there's a lot of stuff there that we haven't yet nearly tapped into like we could. So that's kind of why I started Audiocentric is because that's most of where my ideas were on theories and ways to exploit uh, uh, and maybe a theory to try to col- do some collection. Definitely. I'm excited to see this stuff in action after the Christmas music stops for the night. <laughs> oh my so. God. Yeah, I was going to say, that's going to kind of yeah throw a wrench in stuff, maybe, depending on where we're at in the building. But yeah, You can hear it in most of the building. That's kind of what and I think. And it has a window. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's lots of that's kind of yeah. a bummer. We can't hear yeah. them here, but that doesn't mean the equipment will pick it up. The equipment will probably pick it up. Probably, most likely. Yeah. Probably hear a mouse fart in the basement, <laughs> or a gnat piss on a cotton ball. That was the best. I've never heard that before. That's great. <laughs> so, your is um, is your goal? I mean, obviously, your goal is to make the best piece of equipment you have. But do you want to market it out there once you get something that you like? <clears throat> Well, A, I'm no spring chicken, uh, Jason. <laughs> um, B, the way I look at it is, I mean, even when you make something that seems to have some success, it's never, it's hardly ever done because the kinds of processing and things that I'm doing are so tedious, I think there's always room for improvement. And I also have a laundry list of other ideas and theories that I would like to create stuff to exploit. So um, marketing stuff, you know, that'd be great, but there's not enough hours in a day for me to even think about that. I'd rather spend my time researching and, sure. and building. Yeah. yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Trying to, like, run a business and then research and, all, and develop Correct. all of that at the same time. It'd yeah, be, no, I, I, you know. Impossible. And right now, for me, it feels... I mean, it's pure passion. Yeah. It's mo- I mean, it's. It, would it be great? Sure, but it's a time thing, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have. Uh, I'd rather s- any hour that I can spend on um, thinking, uh, testing, um, researching, and building. That's how I want to spend my time. Yeah. Well, I, I I probably will have a lot more questions after I see it, but I haven't actually seen it yet. No, so you have not. I haven't seen, seen any yet. of his stuff yet. Dude, so, right. oh my fuck. Uh, except for what was in your um, documentaries, but I didn't necessarily know. See, what and that's was like what, nothing. So. And like, no, like no. as far as the documentaries are concerned, like when we did a Breast Relieval Three, like Paul was listening in to both locations simultaneously. He had. Sally House and left ear, you know, Malvern Manor and right ear. And he was just documenting notes, time stamping things uh, of interest um, that may correlate with something fucked up that's going on on camera. Um, 
That was a godsend. Um, well, it was fun because I'm the only God. one in real time that knew yeah, the correlation. That knew so. what was actually yeah. happening. It was fucking yeah. crazy because I remember I had a I had the Van Meter Visitor Festival the very next day. Ah, and so I had left from Atchison and drove to the Des Moines area. Mm-hmm. I was doing that. And you were texting me. I remember this specifically. Huh. You're like, dude, there was some shit that happened. I was like, God damn it. I can't wait to go home. And like, just finally be able to sit down with this stuff that we captured. Mm-hmm. And just kind of start going through everything. Yeah. Because damn. Yeah, it was, was insane. Fun. Absolutely insane. But yeah, it was good shit. And uh, <laughs> some of my stuff didn't yet exist. No, and that's that just it. It's like, yeah, like that. I mean... We had uh, super ears, you know, we yes. had the cans, yes. things like that, which we also utilized like the uh, the cans and all of that stuff in 1903 when we're right. in yeah. Van Meter looking Correct. for the damn monster, right? Right, yes. And uh, man, that was really fucking cool. Like different RF disturbances that were right. going on atmospherically that we were like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. How is this happening? Mm-hmm. You know, what yep. is happening right exactly. now? Exactly. Bizarre stuff, right? Um, but yeah, no, no technology like this. You, I, I don't know. I'm sure you were working on it at that time, but I mean, mm. for the most part, like at that time, it, it was didn't even exist. Really, it was on paper. I was still trying yeah, to formulate exactly. how in the hell am I going to try <laughs> to pull this off? <laughs> but yeah, like I'm excited for for the people who have not seen this thing in action. See it actually do its thing because it's fucking crazy. Is there plans for showing that off? Or are you guys working together to film something to put this out there? Yeah, so I mean, right now, as it sits right now, and I believe this was the first version of the box that you had come up with, mm-hmm. we had shot a few things uh, that I have on YouTube right now that people can go and check out and all that. I think I have three or four videos on YouTube right. right now. That was a very early, very early implementation. Yeah. So I mean, and that's just it. It's like it. it it's funny to me just because like we talk and you're like, hey man, I made a made some changes. I've, I've done this. I've done that. I've you know I've done this. I've done that. I threw another compressor on there. I did this. I did that. And then I mean, a couple weeks go by and you're like, so man, I switched it up again. So here's what I've done now. <laughs> like, fuck, okay, here we go. <laughs> but you're constantly working to to better it and to, to right. do whatever you can to, to make it work better or whatever. So right. it's just fascinating stuff. Though. Right. And I, and I have a further implementation, implementation <laughs> you do. of that technology. But, um, you know, and, and I hope not to just to keep on working on it forever, but right. certainly... I want to get it to a point where I'm happier with it, where I can set it aside because there are other things on my list that I need to get to. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy, though. Well, I appreciate the hell out of you um, sitting down with us and chatting about this. Oh, thing, gosh, it's, it's been a pleasure. I love your guys' show. Thank it's you so fascinating. much. And um, maybe I'll have some more questions Oh, you after will. the fact. Oh, you and will. We can get into a little bit more details after I see what's going on with everything. Yeah, 
And I think, yeah, we should try. I mean, maybe we should just try to see if we can get something. If we set it up at the opposite end of the Shadowman hallway, by, like, Rebecca's room, for an example, maybe we wouldn't get as much of that bleed-through from the damn Christmas music that's yeah. playing outside. Well, you know what we could do is we could we could shop Super Ears around different places. Oh, that's true as because well. Because if Super Ears can hear it, then yeah, the that, device is going to totally hear it. Yeah, that's so, fair. That's fair. You know. So, yeah, let's, we'll do that. And then I'm sure you're going to have more questions for Paul. That's for sure. So, yeah. But thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Oh, you bet. Thank you, guys. Thank you.